Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Kimberly for another In Her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Kimberly. Hello. So excited to be here. I know. It's awesome. So Kimberly is an artist and, of course, an enchanted future self coach who is currently, if you are listening to this, um, accepting pay after you manifest clients so she can help you um, manifest more money and step into your future self, the same as you're hearing from her that she has done. So um, just wanted to shout that out and make sure that we're saying that people can go to payafteryoumanifest.com. You can choose Kimberly as your coach. If you love her, you resonate with her and you're ready to start manifesting money and pay later, pay after you're successful. So, uh, all right. Speaking. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And speaking of money, what is the manifested total that we are celebrating today? Um, I know it's more because some numbers just came in, but I didn't have time to add them. Um, (laughs) It's $284,658.90. Yay! <laughs> That's amazing. Um, for those listening, it is October t- uh, 11th, 2021. Um, just shy of two years um, since Kimberly said yes. You officially started in January because we had that discussion of you've heard her previous interviews, you know, of actually just pausing, going through the holidays, living her life, and then starting in January. So yeah, just a little shy of two years. And so what I want to know is what does that number, almost $300,000 represent or mean to you? Well, first of all, um, I've been paid to stay home, own being an artist and become an enchanted coach. Mm -hmm. So that was the first like, aha, when I shared that number. The second thing is that in less than two years, almost $300,000, if I broke that up, that's like $150,000 a year mm-hmm. to do what I want to do and I yeah. want to do it all the freedom. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Amazing. Did you, did you think when you said yes, that you would, you were, I don't want to phrase this it was possible for you to be in the $300,000 plus club? In all honesty, no. (laughs) (laughs) Always all honesty. I was guessing that was the answer. And how come? Because when I signed up, I thought $10,000. I thought that would change my life. Um, And then just $10,000 kept coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't think that. I thought having more money was the answer to everything. Mm -hmm. And of course, don't get me wrong. Money is definitely fun now. I don't think in the past it was fun for me. Um, And that goes back to my money story of being a money chaser. I mean, I had some big ahas about that too. But yeah, being close to that $300,000 mark is like, yeah, I didn't think it was possible when I started. 
Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking forward to being <laughs> a millionaire. <laughs> Yay. And does that feel possible? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was in our last interview or a couple interviews ago for you guys listening, you know, there was, that was once like a vision board. Oh, we have to win the lottery to become a millionaire. Right. Oh, and yeah. so felt like, I don't know, probably felt like chasing it right? <laughs> or, or getting yeah. lucky. And now there's the certainty inside of you that says like, yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. That's not, there's no question. Right. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. And I could still win the lottery. It would, it would be fun. Right. Exactly. But- <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, exactly. It would be different. Right. Can you yeah. imagine if you had won the, well, actually we'll come back to this question. Cause I'm going to, we're going to go into some money chaser stuff in a second, but I want to come back to this question, right? Like, because if you had won the lottery before, um, we'll ask, what do you think would have happened? Oh, I'd have, I would have blown through it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know that for that certain story. now, right. Yeah. You're not like, Oh, you don't even need to like pretend like, Oh, I would have been really good. No, I would have, you would have blown no. through it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into that a little bit. So, okay. Um, talking about money, you know, the money story that you were living and you mentioned it just a minute ago, when you started was money chaser. Like that was the story that was controlling really. And you can choose if there's another word, how you spent money, saved money, earned money, all of it. Right. Yes. And absolutely. yeah. And you've recently had, you know, some realizations about that. So Tell us about when you decided to go from being a massage therapist to opening a wellness center and how like money chaser, being a money chaser was behind all that. Yeah. So I opened up, um, well, I'll I'll call it a whole wellness center um, in a really small, cute space. It was perfect. Um, I ran a Groupon before Groupon was huge. I got all of my clients. um, I think I worked my ass off probably the first six months. Um, and then I had a, a leveled out. I had 50 consistent clients. I was working less than 20 hours a week. Wait, was this was, with the wellness center or when you first became a massage therapist? Just to, um, no, when I first became a massage therapist, um, that was mostly in Florida. I had to put yeah. it on hold when I moved back to Ohio. Got it. Okay. There's a whole story there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when I ran that Groupon, I was in Ohio and I opened a space Mm -hmm. and, um, so this cute space was, I mean, after my rent, I didn't have any overhead except for rent and my rent included the electric, the water and all the things. So after it was all said and done, I was clearing like three grand a month for less than 20 hours of work a week. And the big $3,000 a month, less than 20 hours a week. Right. That's, that's good. That's amazing. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And some weeks weren't even 20 hours. Some mm-hmm. weeks were, if I wanted to take the day off, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and so I had all the flexibility that I wanted to, you know, be a mom, have a business, uh, be a wife, all the things. And the aha I just had was that I had it all, mm-hmm. but I didn't even stop long enough to recognize that I had it because here's what I did next. I had two people that were working, I would say with me or for me. And they, I don't want to say they talked me into it, but there was this whole conversation of go bigger. 
Mm-hmm. You need a bigger space. We could have more, you know, people working out and I'd have more massage therapists and all the things. And so I did. I chased after that going big, go big or go home. I mean, as if you heard that expression, right? Um, I heard it a lot. Um, <laughs> so I went bigger and um, it was a total flop. Let's just, I'll just be honest. I'm not going to go into the whole story, but it was a major flop. And I ended up, um, some crazy things happened and the building had mold. I had to move out immediately. Mm. And I moved back to the smaller space and I did that for six months. And then I got a shoulder injury. Um, and so physically I could no longer do massage. Mm-hmm. And it, in that moment, that was my story that I have an injury. That's why I'm letting this go. Like that's, that made me feel okay with closing down that business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I just want to bullet point this for listeners just to make sure they're getting like you um, had it all and exactly what you wanted, right? More than enough income. Like if you had known what you knew now, like $3,000 plus, you know, your husband's at like you guys probably would have, you know, a couple of investment properties in Florida already. Right. If you realize (laughs) that, um, like I have all, I have it all. You had the time, you had the flexibility, you had the money and someone else said, go bigger. Right. And you're willing to listen. And I will, as a coach say like why you were likely willing to listen. Number one, you hadn't created, um, strengthen your own voice yet. Right. And your own internal guidance, but also go bigger speaks to a money chaser. Like, yeah, let's go bigger. Let's go get more money. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, I wanted more money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And in that moment, why did you want more money? Well, because it was the next thing I I was constantly chasing the next thing Mm -hmm. to make me more money. Right. Not even recognizing that I had more money. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't even see it because the, when you're living this money chaser story, which is one of the ones that we pick up by default. Right. And for you, you had a mom who struggled. Right. And so part of that, this is sort of a normal, like if you have a mom who struggled, often you become a money chaser because you don't want that experience. But what you don't realize, yeah, you want the opposite, but you, you almost create the same struggle just with a different story, with a different way of getting to that ending or living that life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then one of the, and so then you, you know, that flopped, right. The go bigger didn't work. Um, And I think you and I, as coaches know, it was because it was pushing. It was because it was your story. You know, even if it had worked, you wouldn't have seen it or you would have, you know, oh, let's add, it's a wellness center. Let's add all these other things, right? Without probably looking at the dollars and cents of it because you're chasing what that could bring in versus looking at the numbers, right? Yes. And I also <laughs> ran the business. I wasn't a business owner. I was a, a friend. Mm. Um, I didn't have the, and I'm not saying you can't be a friend in business, right? <laughs> But I was, I think I was keeping money from me Mm -hmm. by having the story of, well, I'm helping them. Yeah. Instead of looking at it from a business perspective as well. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then, you know, you got this energy or an injury. And we talked about like when we were coaching on this a couple of weeks ago, or we we're actually exploring the story and I didn't know that. And I said, oh, that makes sense because you, you had to get back to chasing like the story until we write another story and we get comfortable living another story. The story has to find a way to play out. Right. And so for you, it was getting injured. So you literally couldn't do this amazing $3,000 a month for less than 20 hours a week job, right. Or business, you know, how you were earning income. Right. And not to mention it was something that you loved. I don't think we've mentioned that before. Like you loved doing massage and creating personal body butters for each client and really taking, you love the experience that you were giving people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of feelings I had to go feel when <laughs> <laughs> I had the aha. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so tell us how it came up and, you know, you recently, I know you had to forgive yourself. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, um, and I thought if you asked me that today, I would be emotional about it, but I'm at peace with it. I, um, you must've done the work. I did the work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Every day is like, I gotta feel my feelings again. (laughs) But I did. Um, So it was like there were a lot of tears. I had to forgive myself for. It wasn't even so much forgiving myself. It's really interesting. My future self showed up during that time, and told me that I what I knew in that moment was perfect. That experience was perfect. Um, and that made forgiving myself a lot easier. Like if there wasn't this whole thing around it, right. I just had to allow myself to be like, oh, that is sad. Feel those sad feelings. And then I was really just able to let it go. There were several periods of like, I cried. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I set it down and then I picked it up a few more times. Um, and then now it's just, I can talk about it and there's not that sadness. It's just the that's that's interesting yeah it feels totally different Mm -hmm. so yeah would you say it's more factual than emotional now yes yeah because you've actually felt the feelings right yeah (laughs) um and so I want to throw this question because I actually don't want the answer to be what would you have done with that emotion before you joined the enchanted circle like if that came up in the same story, like how would you have handled that or what would you have done? Well, I probably would have had an internal dialogue of beating myself up and carrying a lot of judgment. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly, I probably would have called myself a dumbass, which isn't very nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would have used that negative self-talk. Like you had it all and you, well, you, you fucked it up. Mm. You had everything you wanted. How could you do that? Like, so there's all these things. And some of that came up when I was like thinking about it, mm-hmm. but if they didn't stick, yeah. as soon as one of those thoughts would come in, I'd be like, no, I was growing. You know, it's not, I don't hold a judgment about it today. Mm-hmm. Just so new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still kind of wrapping my brain around it but mm-hmm. before. Yeah. There would have been a lot of judgment. Um, and this time there, there wasn't, the thoughts came in, but they didn't, there wasn't any yes thing that they, they didn't stick this time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't quite find the way to describe it, but 
Like well, I could throw it up against the wall. Yeah. Like a spaghetti noodle and it wouldn't stick. Yeah. That makes oh. sense. And I think because when we are more in the habit of judgment than feeling, we continue to like roll the stuff around and look at all the angles we can judge. Right. So when something's coming up, we're telling a story, we're judging it versus when we are really committed and we have learned how to truly feel our feelings, which we've talked about through your interview series, it, it gets to go away. Like those things don't stick. If we ask like, oh, how does that thought or that judgment make me feel like we're, we tap into how it feels when we say that to ourselves and we let that process instead of continuing in that story, like then it doesn't stick anymore. Yeah. It's, and now it's more like, oh, that's interesting. That doesn't fit anymore. Like I get to choose that that's not true anymore. Yeah. So I starve those thoughts. I don't feed into them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it gets sneaky because <laughs> I bring them the calls. I'm like, yes, help me. Um, because it comes in a new way, but I'm getting better at catching it myself now. Yeah. And when you but say I'm judging something. Yeah. And you're talking judging, like this story doesn't come up for right. coaching, right? Because yeah. you've processed and like you said earlier, it's become fact. It doesn't evoke that emotion, but yeah, in other ways it gets sneaky when we're, we don't think we're just, you know, every time we up level, like we'll find a new way. Um, we just can see clear, right? Like, Ooh, even that's a judgment. Oh, I don't yeah. like that. Right. Versus <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't look or feel the same as, you know, calling ourselves a dumbass when we do, right. It, it sneaks in a little bit sneakier. It's not as obvious, you know, as yeah. we keep growing. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Um, and speaking of judgment, there was some coaching that we did. Um, you have more savings in your savings account than ever before. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you actually have multiple savings accounts. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And, and so as you grow and you step into being a coach and transition into different things, right. Um, and being an artist and you're studying and, and, being inspired, allowing yourself to be inspired, how to make more money as an artist instead of just forcing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) which it, that there has to be a space for that. Right. And money comes to us. Um, but you know, there's some things that you need or want and you're going to use money in your savings. And there was some judgment about that. Right. Yeah. It kind of, it snuck up on me. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really interesting. Um, usually this time of year, and this thought just came to me as we were here talking about it. Yeah. Usually this time of year, I'm scrambling for Christmas. Like mm. I'm, I used to be stressed out for like, how am I going to afford Christmas? Wow. In October. Yeah. Usually by August, we have been through our income tax return, uh-huh. all the things. Mm-hmm. And so I don't usually have, I didn't have money in my savings this time of year ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just went, huh? Cause when you said that, I was like, wait a minute, it's I'm almost to the middle of October and I have more money coming. So Christmas is like, it's done. It's paid for I have a shopping, but it's done. It's covered. Yes. How does that feel? 
oh, I just got goosebumps up the back of my neck. Um, yes. Feels amazing. Mm-hmm. I recognize that. Absolutely. I just had that aha, like literally on the I love it. This moment. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell it. Yeah. And that's amazing. Like, because you've, li- I mean, how long do you think you had lived that way? Well, the I just time your children were around. Yeah. yeah. So Noah's 21. So it, a minimum of 21 years, mm-hmm. but I can almost guarantee you, um, let's, I'm not even sure where my money story started. So let's say almost 38 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. And you get to live this new life. How does it feel like knowing like, oh, Christmas is taken care of. I don't have to have that panic. Yeah. I, so to describe, like my body is just tingling from head to toe right now. (laughs) I feel very light and energized and be like, damn, I do get it. (laughs) (laughs) You do get it. You are living. I am living it. Yeah, I get it. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I get it. Which is, I, you know, for listeners, like you do get that you get it, but it just gets stronger, right? Like when you have those memories and you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like, look at my life, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, To to go back a little bit more, I think maybe, I don't know that this is where you were going with that question, but um, the question had come up with, I had to get into my savings. Mm -hmm to, um, cover my, my personal investments, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, the enchanted circle and, um, my creative stuff, but the things that I pay monthly there and, um, kind of bothered me. I was like, Oh, I got to get into my savings. And then I realized, and of course my future self came in for that. And I got to choose to either be stressed about it or honor the fact that I had money sitting in my savings for those investments until I open my coaching doors and until all the art things take off and just everything. Yeah. And I trust now that it's, it is coming. It is happening every mm-hmm. single day. Something is happening. There's yes. evidence because it's happening. It's like, everything is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the question for you is, or that I had asked is how is it powerful? Like, why are you being powerful that you're using your savings? Right. Yes. And I, <laughs> I did bring it up and of course it went away, but I'm powerful because I sat on that money for a really long time, like the longest ever. I think yes. that money had been sitting there for, I'm going to say like February or March. So, I mean, what is that? Six months or even longer. Oh, that's longer than six months. Cause if it was yeah. February, it'd be about, um, like eight months, eight to nine months. Yeah. I mean, I've continuously had more than two grand in my say one savings account for yes. that long. And I've made other investments and paid other investments off, you know, so it's, but it, and this time I recognized that. So my future self, when I brought that up is she reminded me of the last time I had this question when my savings went down uh-huh. and then it was almost maybe a month, but it was replenished very quickly. Yes. So yeah, I am powerful when it comes to saving money and sitting on it and choosing what I invest in. And it's opened this space for me to allow myself to honor where I'm going. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Absolutely. Say more. I get it, but I want. So 
I made the decision and I asked for the support with my husband. <clears throat> this is something I want when I'm talking about becoming a coach mm-hmm. and being an artist. This is, this is what I want. Like finally knowing what I truly wanted and then having the support of that. That's opens opened up so much space for all these amazing things to come in and then honoring the fact that there's money in my savings that that was honoring me stepping into my future self as a coach and an artist yes that's pretty powerful and badass (laughs) yes it is (laughs) yes oh that's amazing um you already mentioned how it's happening and the fact that it's happening every day so Um, Our next interview is really, we're going to talk a lot about being powerful and confident, but is there anything you want to say as we, we wrap up this topic about living this new story and all of this amazing stuff? Um, Well, you opened it up with my, my, you know, pay after you manifest. Um, If you're a money chaser, I got you. (laughs) If you have a different money story than mine, I still got you. Um, You know, this definitely is a magical place to be. And we welcome all of you with open arms. Absolutely. Um, so go to pay after you manifest. You can check, um, click on Kimberly if you want her to be your coach and get started with her right away, manifesting the same way that she started, right? Going through the steps and manifest 10K. So thank you, Kimberly, for sharing this moment in your journey with us. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out the next episode on being powerful and confident and what that truly means. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.